Our guest on The Year That Made Me Today is a dual international sportsman. He was the first Kurdish person to represent Iran in his sport and is now the captain of the Australian team, having represented this country in two different sports. That's an amazing achievement for someone who came to this country by boat and seeking asylum and who spent two years in mandatory detention. A gruelling journey for anyone to have to make, but all the more so because Amir Abdi's personal journey is one he's had to take without the benefit of sight. In fact, Amir's described himself as the Quade Cooper of blind football. Amir Abdi, welcome to the year that made me. Thank you. It's a great pleasure to be on this program. It's fantastic to have you too, Amir. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the family and the life that you were born into? Um, I was born in 1988. Uh, I was born in a beautiful rural area west side of Iran in a Kurdish region and uh, I was brought up by a loving family, uh, great parents and uh, I got other siblings but I was the one who was lucky born in hospital so yes. <laughs> yes, uh, things changed though dramatically in your yes. life at the age of 12, is that right? Yes, um, when I was 12 uh, I had a medical negligence, there were some uh, people experimenting and uh, they did a negligence on my uh, both eyes so mm. I became blind over overnight obviously. That must have been a shocking experience. Could you tell us uh, how you came to terms with it and also how your family dealt with such a, a tragic mishap? My parents are my uh, role models and they also, they never been to any school, but they had a great life experience and they pushed me forward and pushed the limit and they uh, absolutely did everything for me, you know, in their own way to be successful. Obviously, losing your sight radically changed the course of things for you. What did it mean for your education? So uh, suddenly you become completely disabled. You know, the society is not set up, the community is not set up for a person with vision impairment or any mm. other disability. And the attitude of uh, community and surrounding completely changed towards my family. And also you're looking at it uh, holistically, uh, infrastructure, uh, it wasn't really ready for a blind person to born uh, in this area. There wasn't any uh, school set up for blind people. Even we didn't know anything, you know, a blind person can study. So my mm. great, uh, wonderful uncle who passed away a couple of years ago, he actually was working in Tehran and uh, Tehran is the capital of Iran. And my uncle encouraged my parents and they took me to a boarding school in Esfahan, which, which was the capital of uh, cultures. And I learned so much from the you know first six years of education. And from there, I uh, moved to Tehran because I was uh, somehow good at sport. And coming from rural area, I had a good physics for game. Um, from there, uh, I just took a chance and I was uh, really lucky 
to say yes to this, uh, you know, any sport came along. But how I started a sport, which... I was going uh, to ask you that, yeah. yes, because obviously um, <laughs> your, your, your sporting talent has taken you a long way. But how, how did you uh, discover your own sporting talent and also discover, I suppose, what sporting options were available to a person who'd lost their sight? So in the bigger cities, there was, uh, you know, some sports as available, but it was uh, more uh, your own cost. And uh, the first time when I, uh, even in the Guardian uh, article we mentioned, uh, I came across the sport because I, I didn't do my homework and <laughs> and my teacher wanted me to run around the school. So imagine a totally blind person trying to run around the school and there's so many obstacles. So w with lots of difficulty, I've done it, but the sport teacher saw me and said, I think you should come and try uh, this sport called goalball. And... I gave it a try, and six months later, I was in the uh, team. So it's <laughs> amazing. Uh, we're speaking with Amir Abdi on the year that made me, who is very proficient at goalball, and indeed has played goalball for both Iran and Australia. Uh, Amir, uh, goalball is an, an indoor team sport for people with a visual impairment. Could you describe the sport for us, please? So the the sport is played on a volleyball court and has got three person each side, three people, and um, nine meters by 18 meters. So all nine meters uh, wide is the goal, and players has to slide on the ground and dive and catch a heavy ball about 1.2 kilogram and one of the only uh, Paralympic sport that doesn't have a mainstream sport. I think it's true as well Amir that as well as the challenges of dealing with losing your sight you've also experienced discrimination because of your Kurdish background. Could you tell us about that? So my ethnicity or my background is my parents Kurdish and uh, we were settled in uh, Western Iran and my, you know, my parents, we were really happy in the village when I was fully sighted and when I got to the city uh, soon after I realized um, there is a barrier within the society or within the community I was part of and with a greater uh, community society which uh, making people us and them and uh, soon after I realized uh, there is so much uh, hatred and um, discrimination towards uh, this towards that and mainly towards Kurdish uh, I experienced but I'm sure towards other uh, minority groups they've been feeling the same and that made me encouraged me to go and study it further and I learned so much through uh, just talking to people and understanding their stories and you know always being at the front of my mind to find a different way to uh, gather people, to uh, uni unify. Amir Abdi, uh, having represented your country in goalball, it must have been a terribly significant decision to leave the country. 2013 was the year that you chose as the year that made you. So t t tell us exactly... Uh, how 2013 began and ended for you? Because obviously there were some uh, very extreme changes in that year. 
Yeah, so I was in university and I was uh, politically active and talking, you know, about basic support for people with disability, equality, you know, and uh, work right for uh, people with disability and providing opportunity. But those things uh, weren't available uh, at the time I was um, in Tehran. And we kept pushing and the authority, they uh, making people just, uh, everyone become political activists and suddenly uh, you're finding yourself either in jail or completely out of society, isolated. So I became very isolated fighting with the authority and uh, at the end I had to leave the country to save, you know, saving myself uh, from being executed. We left um, with my brother and uh, we end up in Indonesia. And from Indonesia, we uh, caught a boat. Uh, you may ask why we chosen coming to Australia. There wasn't any other option and I had no intention to leave the country I was born into. And I even didn't know English at all. So mm. I got to Christmas Island and from there, you know, the rest is a story. A couple of years uh, being traumatized in detention. Mentioning that, I, I had prior coming to detention, I was studying psychology uh, in uh, Tehran. And I understood some of the basic things, for instance, doing exercise and listening to radios. But we were abandoned from basic things. How did you go from leaving immigration detention to then representing Australia in not just one, but two sports? <laughs> um, on 2014, 2015, I joined uh, Goalball in Australia and I had some great friends who supported me, not just uh, playing a sport, uh, I learned English through them because uh, we didn't have a right to go to a school here. Like one couple of hours a week at the trades hall, we were learning English with uh, some lecturer with a great heart. With the sport, I joined the goalball and uh, after a year or two, uh, I found out there is another sport which I, you know, as an Iranian, we love soccer. <laughs> and even though in um, detention, I, I said to them, uh, you know, I, I like playing soccer. I play soccer or oh, football, we said. And uh, eventually I found out they laughing at me because uh, they think I'm talking about AFL. And they said <laughs> right. there's no AFL in Middle Eastern. <laughs> and uh, so with a limited English, I continued uh, networking and finding out things. And um, we, uh, you know, with uh, David Comerley and some other people, we started blind soccer as well. And... Uh, for the last four or five years, I've been very much engaging with blind soccer. And last year, we went to India. And this year, we're planning to have more training and more things coming up to work towards more professional uh, blind soccer. And Amir Abdi, the description, the Quade Cooper of blind football, of course, refers to your prowess at the sport, but also to some of the visa challenges uh, that yes. you've faced. Could you tell us uh, how you went from being an asylum seeker to now a citizen of Australia? 
Um, it was a great pleasure to uh, receiving the citizenship last year, and I have been going through almost four tribunals, three, four tribunals, and there was uh, so many barriers, but I applied for talent visa, and mm. so my talent was blind sport, and no one else has applied apparently before. So at the end, uh, the Minister of Immigration decided to just waiving that part for me as a my vision impairment to giving me uh, opportunity to represent this great country. And 2022, I have a um, significant year for me because of my partner and engagement and setting ourselves for marriage this year. So, <laughs> Well, we wish you a very happy and productive 2023 as well, Amir Abdi. It's been a great pleasure speaking with you. And I hear from what you've said, your keen political engagement, and I believe that has influenced the piece of music that you've chosen and that will finish up our Year That Made Me segment today. Thank you very much for having me on your show and I hope this music uh, uh, making a change for my people uh, in Iran and I hope to see the revolution happen soon. So the song is called Baraye by uh, Shervan uh, Hajipur and um, I have the version of it by Rano Mansur in English. And this song started a great revolution of, uh, you know, young people coming out. And now the government, Iranian government, is hanging lots of young people and brutally destroying people's life. And uh, we must do something. And this is what I can contribute from here as I'm powerless, but I can at least uh, share the song Dancing in the alleys and the streets For the thrill and the fear of getting caught kissing For my sister, my brother and unity For all the times we tried to change their minds and stale beliefs For the loss of pride, for poverty For the dream of just a normal life for you and me For all the children who were starving for a loaf of bread <laughs> Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.